and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boy, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hero Hero Go Hero Hiko Rocky. I'm your host Eddie Colazzo, and I don't have a nickname this week. And with me, as always, is Brick Oglesby. Celebrating 25 years of laughs. It's <laughs> it's a big day for the Pigot YYB Nation because the it's birthday boy, a birthday boy, to a quarter century of chuckles. And we're all happy to be here. We might have some time throughout the show to just kind of throw out our favorite uh, funny Brooks Oglesby funny moments. But uh, that's not all we have lined up for you this week. We have a guest, special guest. Uh, oh. in- introduce yourselves. It, myself, both of me. Hi, uh-huh. I'm Jordan, also known as Fly Rhinosaurus Flex. That's yes. Good. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for joining uh, yeah. us on this special occasion where everyone died. Yeah, it's cool and it's a good one to be on. So, uh, Brooks, uh, what'd you think of these episodes? It was Brooks's special birthday treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you liked when Avdol died again by saving No, Polaro. well, you see, the thing about that is the show didn't give a fuck about it because a little bit later a dog died and they got that... The dog got a sad death montage, whereas Avdol just got swallowed up into hell, and that was it. Remember when Avdol was the first person to die two times? Yeah. It's <laughs> not great. Not he's great. Gonna, he's going to show up in Diamond is Unbreakable, and he's going to be like, Hello, Josuke. Actually, only my forehead went into the shadow dimension, and my name is Mohammed Avdol, and I'm alive. Yes, I am. And then yes, really I am. He's going to just step on him, and he'll die instantly. Mr. Avdol, where where are your arms from the elbow down? Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> he he really needs those to go. So. <laughs> magician's red can't shoot any flames anymore. It's very sad. Folks, more like magician's dead. Oh. There we go. You'll love to see it. Uh, has this, Hey, remember how it took two episodes and we didn't find out um, Darby the Younger's stand? And about 42 seconds into this <laughs> one, he's like, hey, here's why I stand. Yeah, this. here it is. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. You know, you know, if Avdol had been the one getting red, he probably would have said, yes, I am. <laughs> it would have been good. It would have been good. Mohamed Avdol, are you cheating with your grandpa? <laughs> I do, yes. I do, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, the secret of the stand is revealed immediately. It turns out Darby can read people's souls. But only, this means... only yes or no questions. Yeah, okay, so only just, yes or no questions. just Akinator. Though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the most powerful Akinator. Like, now after this, I'm going to go to Akinator and be like, ah, I'm going to think of an obscure anime character. And he'll be like, have you admitted defeat in your heart? I'll be like, what? And then you'll never hear from me again. Your soul yeah. will be sucked into the computer and add to his power. Mm-hmm. Good. I like it. Good. Love to be online. Uh, so yeah, he tells us this, but Jotaro like figured it out too. He just didn't tell us in the last episode. Right. Right. He's like, oh, so this is how your stand works. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw a straight high to the outside. And then, uh, Darby reads his soul and he says, yes, yes, yes. But it, it's not. It's a change up folks. It's a change up. It's a jape. So <laughs> yeah, he coaxes Adam into a <laughs> snafu. So the, I, I just love, like, baseball pitch terms because uh, fastball, uh, that's a ball you throw fast. Right. Uh, curveball is a ball that curves. Uh, 
And a changeup is called that because you change up the speed from your fastball. So, and a, a forkball is when the ball forks in half, and uh-huh. yeah, and and then you get like a backyard baseball power up, exactly. and it, you see double, and then you swing three times like Bugs Bunny. And there's a split finger fastball, which is what Jon Snow did to his aunt. Okay, let twenty five uh, years right. of laughs. <laughs> okay, still going six, strong. Six minutes into the recording, you're still twenty five uh, more. You know, it's, it's been zero days since Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what they say about those Jon Snow jokes. Uh, we get older, but they stay the same. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Star Platinum's still pitching, and he still got the meeks. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, supple cheeks, supple on butt. Display. So after he uh, Darby sees one more, uh, like look at that uh, hunk of that uh, hunk, uh, hunk, of hunk of Vernon Love. Yeah, he says, hey, uh, you're cheating. Take your hat off the top of the TV, because that's how you're cheating. He's like, okay. And he's, like, looking at the controller and the, and the video game. But guess what? He, he can't figure it out. He does. This is the one moment where we hear uh, Jotaro's soul say, I do, I do, I do. Which means that um, he's thinking of his husband, Kakyoin, and that's Kakyoin, the stakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just so you know. A little um, subtext for you. <laughs> And then Jotaro's like, what was it your brother said? It's not cheating if you don't get caught. And then Darby Younger just starts, like, fucking He fucking hates mind. it. Yeah, he, he, gets, does, he gets Enyoba disease, starts yeah. sweating. <laughs> you hate to see it. My favorite thing is later on when Iggy starts sweating. God. Like, that's not how dogs do. It's fine. I hope, I hope when I die, I vomit a pound of blood and immediately my soul leaves my body. <laughs> Iconic. You're supposed to leave your body and do, like, a cool fist pump. <laughs> And let off one final funny fart. God, that was so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna miss Iggy so much. <laughs> <laughs> we never, we never loved him when we could. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Polnareff said. Exactly. Uh, so Darby starts losing his mind, but he can't, he can't deal with this because uh, he's a genius when it comes to games, as he says. Right. So. Uh, you want you want to take the lead for a second while I open up the the Gmail and Patreon <laughs> pages yeah. so I can look at those when it's time. Sure. So I mean, Kaki, uh, Star Platinum hits a homer, and then it's five three, and then um, Kakyoin's soul leaves the doll because his mind admitted defeat. Shit! I accidentally released his soul. <laughs> Oops, butterfingers. I hate I hate when I accidentally release somebody's soul. Yeah, I hate when I have a doll prison and then I accidentally have butterfingers. So does this mean that like he's constantly concentrating on keep? First, we also don't find out what happened to the other dolls. Yeah, I super thought they were gonna do that when they were leaving the area, but then the Truman Show wall happens, and they're just like, "Well, better leave." Bye. Go. Bye. Yeah. Bye. See you later. I think these uh, dolls said they like being alone, so we should leave them. <laughs> it's what they would want. They probably all just went to doll heaven. It's fine. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Darby. Darby Younger admits defeat. And then Kakyoin's soul comes back, and he does a thing. He's like, oh, you were cheating. Like, and Jatara's like, yes, 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 yes. But guess what? How he was cheating, you'll never figure it out. The ultimate the ultimate 69-year-old jokester was on the case. Joseph, they go they go and, like, get Kakyoin, and they're like, oh, Joseph's like, oh, did I accidentally drop my Magnum <laughs> purple for my monster Super Nintendo? <laughs> 
and it's like still connected to the controller, which I I was watching for it, and you never see it. You don't like there, you never see his purple vines. There's a lot of times where like one of his hands is covered up by Jotaro, so I guess like when when he's hitting the buttons, it's it's doing that. But Mythbusters uh, would call it plausible. There you mm. go. Um. So yeah, then uh, Jotaro tells Darby Younger, he's like, "I bet your brother would have figured this out, <laughs> idiot, <laughs> idiot," and he just like loses his mind. Yeah, this um, this proves that not only can Jotaro not play poker at all, he also sucks at video games. Right. The only thing he's good at is having a poker face. He's have having a poker face and like sitting in a jail cell and having a ghost bring him things. Yeah, and smoking. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's good at punching, I guess. That's true. Like, he did punch a grown man when he was a small child. Right. Um, so yeah, then, Brooks, this is the scene I was telling you about that I saw in a clip on Tumblr once, and I was like, I should probably watch the show. The baseball or Cool Ice beheading himself? No. that's up next. <laughs> when, when, uh, <laughs> when Darby, he's like, oh, please, show me mercy. And Jotar's like, why don't you read our souls and yeah. figure it out? Good. I, like, do, I no, do like no no I like that uh not when Darby is groveling on his hands and knees Adam is also doing it like his yeah, stand it's is good. also like please yeah without making any noise and, and then like, he's like are you gonna do uh, the ora 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 thing yes 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 oh my god <laughs> yeah. it's so good and then he does it and he blasts Darby through the wall yeah and they were they were in his gamer basement confirmed oh by the way Darby is forced to retire yeah. yes if you were wondering. Um, yeah, so... A lot happens okay. in these three episodes, huh? A lot, yeah. Like, nice. this was done in, like, eight minutes. Right. Like, counting the intro song. Um, so then, hey, we go back to our other friends. Remember them? Yes. Pol- Polnareff and Iggy and uh, the other guy. And they're like, well, it's been ten minutes. <laughs> so we should probably move now. Wait. Didn't we miss the interstitial where uh, Vanilla Ice beheads himself? Did we? We did miss the interstitial where <laughs> Vanilla Ice beheads himself. I think we should probably talk about that just a little okay. bit. I, I must have had it out of order. Okay, I, I wrote that it, this... I must have remembered that this took 10 minutes because then we go to Dio, who says, in Dio voice, come in, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> And like, hey, he's just, he's just reading. <laughs> what? What is Dio reading? Twilight. Yeah. Gorilla mindset. Yes. <laughs> the reason his uh, he's like vanilla ice. My body has not yet uh, fully adapted to Joe Stars because I haven't taken the prerequisite brain pills that will increase <laughs> my mental capacity. He needs the blood of one more person because Jonathan's body is not entirely under its control. It needs one more blood. Yeah, one more blood. Exactly one uh, blood. So we know... So, the, yeah, by the way, this Dio's henchman is named Vanilla Ice, and he has, like, long, flowing brown hair, and he's a big muscle man. And so we know that Dio can, like... He probably does, like, classic vampire, like, bite a neck. We know he can, like, stick fingers into people and just, like, out the blood. <laughs> We know he can take out a corroded artery and just fiddle with it. So he's like, I need one blood of one more person. And Vanilla Ice is like, oh, certainly. And he chops his own head off and <laughs> pours his blood into a big urn. Like, for fun. It's like, hell yeah. yeah, dude. Let me get you real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dio loves to see it. <laughs> check, the, check this shit out. 
Yeah, because Darby... <laughs> y'all, y'all mind if I... <laughs> The only uh, tr- he's the only true leftist because you're only really a leftist if you behead yourself. Exactly, you gotta you have to you know <laughs> direct action. <laughs> and then he chops his head off and pours all his blood into a bucket. And Dio's like, "Oh, I'm Dude, that was fucking that. sick!" But I, hey, actually, <laughs> I need your help. Oh, I wrote down what he actually says, which okay. is, "You removed your own head. That makes me happy." <laughs> yeah, he loves to see it. He does. He, he does. He one hundred percent does. So he's like, oh, because of, uh, like, your loyalty, I'll reward you with this and bring you back to life. Vampire juice. And he gives him the delicious Dio blood that we all crave. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. six gallons of it, just, like, dumping out of his body. Quite quite a lot. Quite a lot. Well, well, oh, this sounds good. Whoa. No, fun. Cool. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) You do it live, folks. Sure. Uh, Folks, hold the door, am I right? Hold the door. Someone is doing the opposite of that right now <laughs> oh, in this household. Um, oh, yeah. We, we see Vanilla yeah. Ice's uh, stand for a second, and they never refer to it by name, so in my notes, I just called it Big Gulp. Yeah, it's you... kind of a Big Gulp sort of situation. Oh, they don't. Uh, Jordan, What like, what's your familiarity with JoJo's? Uh, I I, start. I, I've read all up until, like, partway through eight. Okay. So uh, this stand is called Cream. Yeah. Okay, so it's called Cream. It's called Cream, yeah. which is not much better. It's kind of the a vo- big, scary the, death cat. The Vor stand is called Cream, just for everyone. Also, Jordan, who's the best JoJo? Uh, Joseph. Who's Despite the second? This, it's the second uh, one you haven't met yet. The, Who is uh, it? It's from part five. Can I, can I say it, Eddie? Yeah. His name's, it's DiGiorno, that one. Yeah, the kind of the pizza one that I've heard about. Yeah. The nice pizza boy. The nice pizza boy. He's good to me. Good. I can't wait for part five. God, I hope they animate it soon. In in part five, DiGiorno drinks pee. It's true. That's that's good. He's he's a thirsty little flower. Uh Huh? He's a thirsty little flower. And and, uh, Josuke is the the best JoJo, but whatever. That's fine. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, fierce, okay. fierce debate here in. Uh, um, Josuke is very good. I t- do t- like, like him. it's 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 uh it's all fine when we talk about best JoJo. Everyone is uh, lets everyone have their own thoughts and opinions. But as soon as we start talking about best opening song, everyone's after my <laughs> ass on Twitter. Everyone's fucking mad. I'm so fucking excited to have an opinion on Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town. You you say Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town is the best song, and then everyone wants to kill you in real life. But the thing is, I don't even know what I did that was wrong. Everyone was just like, I'm gonna murder you. And, like, I don't know why. That's what it's like to have good opinions on the internet. It happens to me all the time. It must have been because I had, like, stand proud at, like, six instead of four. Oh, you should have had it at eight. Yeah? Damn. Stand proud fucking sucks, dude. I, like, it's not, it's the most generic of them, I think, but it does have a sick, like, double bass blast beat at parts. That's fair. And any song that has it, I'm like, oh, this rules. That's fair. So, um, yes, with pleasure. Cut your head off. Okay. So, so fucking, uh, Vanilla Ice, they call him Cool Ice in yeah. Crunchyroll translation. Uh, he gets up and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go defeat, uh, the Joe Stars. And he's, his stand, like, gobbles him up into a ball. 
Yeah. And he tucks yeah. his hands into his belly and rolls away. It's that episode of Cat Dog that I really hated where cat and dog ate each other and then they just sort of popped out of reality. I really hated that episode, folks. See, it's his stand. It has some type of ability to like roll into itself and like disappear from this dimension, but it still like eats things up. Like, it gobbles up. Yeah, it's, like, out of the dimension, but also sand can make it appear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he rolls into a ball and, like, blasts through the room. And fucking Dio makes a joke. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I watched, like, the, the, the Blu-ray versions of this because I wanted to see all that good uncensored blood and mm. gore. Uh, mm. Spoilers, it's, like, not even that bad it's just like big red circles but uh the, it has a slightly different translation and he literally says would it kill you to use the door good. It's very good it's a lot me. better a lot better uh, now we're at the point where abdal is like hey 10 minutes have passed but what if we ignore the order <laughs> what if we don't burn down the mansion our what if we don't brain? do the thing that joseph joestar told me hey, to do so so remember joseph joestar the 69 year old man asked us to do one single thing how about we don't let's not not and the other two they're like yeah let's talk about having a nice friendly dinner together instead yeah so then uh avdol's like hey guys listen this is dio's house so you know it's gonna be some serious <laughs> guys, shit this is fucking dio's house <laughs> this is dio's house in the middle of our street and it's very bad and we have to be on our toes so what i'm going to say is when we fight the main thing is we have to focus on killing dio so every man for himself only focus on yourself and not each other and i won't die yeah, and Volnerup says, "Hey, when we both make it out of here, we'll have a fancy dinner." And then Avdol says, "Thanks, I'm two days away from retirement." Yeah. <laughs> um. So they walk in, and then, oh yeah, I totally forgot about this. Um. So Avdol, it, we're what are we on episode forty-two of Stardust Crusaders? And Avdol just reveals a new power he has. Okay, okay, I have I have a hot take on this. I have a cool theory. Stands are like Pokemon. They keep learning new abilities, but they can only remember, like, four at a time. So, when, oh. so like, that's why Kakuin never does the paint thing again, because he sacrificed that for Emerald Splash or something You're terrible. Like, Emerald Splash sounds cool. I'm Brooks <laughs> as an eight-year-old, and I think Tail Whip sounds like a cool fucking move. So he, yeah, he deleted, he, he accidentally, like, he was just mashing A to get through, like, the dialogue, and he accidentally removed Crossfire Hurricane with this, like, Oh, hey, Kakuin here. Hey, a fucking odor sleuth sounds cool. I'm going to get rid of takedown for this. <laughs> yeah, he accidentally deleted the sickest move. And he's like, well, uh, have I shown you guys my cool move? It detects life with flames. And then it doesn't work. And it yeah, doesn't super work. Doesn't. It works once well, for a little, uh, kind of. It does detect Billy Jean. Uh, but the best thing is Billy Jean's uh, real name is Kenny G. Kenny G. Now that's it's good. good. And his stand, so Tenor Sax. Tenor Sax. That's also pretty good. Which we don't even get a, like, stand user page for him. Yeah, there's just a, for those of you who don't watch the show, it's just sort of a man who is in a pillar, and then Iggy does a Dario Naharis thing where he just slices hey. a guy through a pillar. Hey, kind of like a pillar man? Kind of like a pillar man, if you think about it. So yeah, the, think about it. Uh, uh, Avdol's thing, it's like a floating compass, basically, and it, like, points where it detects life. And then it points, and they're like, what? There's no one there. And then Iggy, like, sniffs and cuts through a fucking brick wall, and a man falls out. And it's like, Kenny G, forced to retire without a fight. <laughs> anyway, but, bye. For, yeah, but for the, like, five seconds that Iggy is, like, doing a move, there's, like, a sick song. It's like, dun, 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 like, a sick riff plays, and then stops immediately. Sad. Um, 
So then they're they're like, wow, that was very easy. Dio's mansion is a pushover. So they walk a couple feet fo- well, more, and then uh, like Polnareff and Iggy are like walking ahead, and then Abdul's walking behind, and he looks on, at like the wall, and he sees writing on it, and it's in Japanese because they're in Egypt, but yeah. it translates to "turn around and die." <laughs> Turn yeah. around and die, yeah. Well, it's a, it actually it, uh, the kanji says "oh my wa mo, mo shinderu," the funny, the funny yeah. thing. And then you hear the sound effect, and yeah. Uh, but it's it's like so dramatic for no reason. It's like because he, he has his hand on the wall. It's like w- when you see this, you will turn around, and then he moves his thumb, <laughs> and will die. And he's like, <gasps> yeah, Abdul's says- got very good dramatic timing with his reading. So so Avdal says out loud, he's like, oh, I've read the entire Bible except for the parable of Lot's wife and how it's bad to turn around. Oh, man. I, mm-hmm. Oh, what does this say? Oh, if I turn around, I'll die. All right, sick. Let's see what's back there. So he turns around and guess what? It's vanilla ice and it just, oh, first, but for no reason. He's like, Polnareff, Iggy, look out. And he punches Polnareff and sends him flying like 500 feet. And then he gets gobbled up by cream. And it's just it's just two arms on the ground. Yeah, his whole body gets gobbled up and his arms fall. And then Polnareff and Iggy look and they start sweating and screaming. And then Cream shows up and, like, eats Avdol's arms. And you hear a voice and it's Vanilla Ice talking. He's like, hey, uh, my mouth is a a world of darkness and death. And, like, it's this, like, ridiculous whiplash of, like, ha, like, wow, they killed a bad stand user immediately. Avdol's dead. And also this guy's head is poking out of his stand's mouth. It's, <laughs> like, it's very, like, comical to see. Yeah. But Abdul just died for real. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, remember when uh, Polnareff has had, like, three discreet death fakeouts, and each one got, like, a full episode's worth of him, like, monologuing about how noble he was being and how he loves to die for his friends? Fucking... Uh, not this time. I Y'all, I like angry Polnareff, though. It, it was... He it was is pretty, good. It's like, very good when he's to... passionate. If I had to take Polnareff episodes, it would be these. Mm-hmm. So you like you like, like the one where like Silver Chariot just like starts blasting fools over when he be, he is a baby with his dick out and he's <laughs> carrying a fetus around. I I could I could leave that one behind. It's kind of your preference. Okay, uh, teach their own. Uh, uh, yeah, take it or leave it. Uh, this one good though. Um, hey, uh, do y'all know what Abdul's favorite Ernest Hemingway novel is? Tell me, Brooks. The Farewell to Arms. Thank you. Damn. <laughs> I I was going through like my mental collection of all of them that I've read, and I was like, well, it can't be Hills Like White Elephants. That wouldn't be fun. Mm, no, that's no good. Um, is that what it was called? Uh, it's another one about Kilimanjaro. I don't fucking know. I don't read fucking... I'm, I'm an old man who loves whiskey, and I'm sad, and postmodernism. <laughs> Fuck off. At least he's not Bukowski, and, like, he doesn't talk about his dick that much. Yeah, he kind of doesn't talk. And he has cool cats that he left in Key West that have, like, funny fingers. You know what? I'm going to... This might be a hot take, but I think Ernest Hemingway is okay. Okay. Thank you. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my podcast. <laughs> uh, that's Yeah, that's the episode. That's uh, it. Hey, we got two more, though. We do. Um, but first, let's let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation. Let's see what they're up to. Oh wait! Wow, we got a notification on uh, Patreon as hey, we have a new 
a new patron. Ah, a money, a money giver. So I guess, hey, just based on your uh, convenient placement, you're the special user of the week. Thank you. Thanks so much. Uh, Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones for $5. You can be the special user, special user of the week, much like Maximilian Rower, who just pledged as I refreshed his That name <laughs> fucking rules. Thank you, Maximilian. Um, uh, ten- also, huh? I don't, I don't like like flexing the amount that we get every like that we have on our Patreon, but the number that it is now does very much end in sixty nine, and I think it's nice. funny. Thank you so much, Maximilian. Oh, thank you so much for bringing us up to sixty nine. Um, at ten dollars you get special user status in the Discord and fun stuff when we do the stream of the games that we play. That's fun. Oh uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, Maximilian. Thanks so much. Perfect timing. Um. Two more episodes. Two more episodes. We can we can do it. It's a wild Which, ride. I, we, we were talking. So let's. We're gonna. I'm gonna do a production meeting on air right now. Okay. Because I want everyone to know how this is gonna work. All right. So we have after this, we have four episodes left. Right. Everyone, as we were talking about it in the spoilers chat the other day, they were like, "Yeah, I stayed up to like three in the morning to finish watching this." So I think it'll hurt you a lot if you only get to watch the first two. Hey, Eddie, I think it would kind of hurt a lot. <laughs> so here's my thing. We either, like, watch all the episodes, watch the next four episodes over the week, and then we record two episodes, or we do one king-sized jumbo spicy, jumbo big, spicy episode. big episode. So what what do you what are you thinking? Um, Both are good. I just really did not want to wait two weeks to finish this goddamn arc. Someone actually sent in an ask requesting a Jumbo Spicy Big episode. I could do a Jumbo Spicy Big episode. So I'm leaning towards that. Okay, we'll do a Jumbo Spicy Big one. You heard it here for first. All of all of Deal's world, as the arc is known, uh, next week. All right, let's We're do it. it. And then and then I'll send you um, Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town. You can listen to it. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, next up, Vanilla Ice Part Two. Uh, Polnareff is losing his shit. Yeah. He doesn't like it. Iggy's having an asthma attack. Which is, yeah. is good. <laughs> uh, he, Iggy just sweats for, like, the next 28 minutes. And he's just, like, like... But, like, from his face, like, human drops of sweat. And it's, like, very, like, disturbingly ragged breathing. I don't know why he's so tired out. He's just kind of been, like, standing there. Well, he does only have three legs now. That's and fair. if he if he uses a stand like four more times, then his bones will go into his lungs and kill him instantly. Mm-hmm. That's important to remember. Which you you like to hear. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Polnareff is like freaking out. He's like, ah, you killed Abdul, and he's like flailing wildly with a uh, silver chariot. And I think he like cuts uh, Vanilla Ice like on the cheek or something. Yeah, he gets. Yeah, he does really fast attack. Um, and then, so Polnareff reflects on Avdol's last heroic act, and I think it fucking rules. The last thing Muhammad Avdol ever does is fucking decking Polnareff and Iggy as hard <laughs> as he can. I mean, he did save their lives, though. Yeah, but so... if you're gonna do it, you might as well punch him. You might mm. as well. He, he says, Avdol, you should have just left me alone, which... Yeah, nobody agree wants with. Polnareff to die more than Polnareff does at this point, really. Yeah, ser- seriously. Yeah, he hates he, to be he alive. Does, this is, like, the second time he's been like, well, guess I'll die now. <laughs> and, like, everyone else is like, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. We do have a quick, uh, like, cut to Joseph Jotaro and Kakulin just, like, in the basement somewhere going, huh, what's that noise out there? Sounds like a yeah, battle. That, yeah, sounds like someone's fighting. Let's go find them. 
This is a beautiful no, open concept house. I mean, it, it is. It seems like a nice place. It's a nice house. Like, it credit where nice. credit's due. I mean, I would probably, if someone was like, hey, do you want my Egyptian vampire mansion? I'd be like, yeah, probably. You know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, I mean, there's only three million houses in Cairo. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Oh, yeah. Now, uh, because Abdul died, Iggy and Polner are for pals. Can I? S- there, there was, there was one shot where it was like from, I guess, Van- uh, like Vanilla Ice's view, and he's like looking at Polnareff and Iggy, and Iggy looks so tiny. Iggy was like smaller than uh, Polnareff's shoe. It looked really weird. Good. <laughs> Fuck him. Can I just say, when it's sand, the fool is super good. Like it's very cool to me. It's cool to look at and to see and to know. And then it, it becomes a, it comes like a flesh and feather beast, and I don't, I don't care for that one as much. But when it's, it's like sand little... and it's transforming, I like it. But that's yeah. because when it's sand, it can be anything and can speak with a human voice. Yeah, and it can kind of be, become a cool villain later, which I like to see. Uh, it does yeah, very can... much suck at fighting uh, Cream, though, because he like sends it at Cream and just it instantly gets obliterated. Yeah, kind of a bad stand to fight Cream. A good stand to fight a bird, though, conveniently. A really good stand to fight a bird. They're running down a hallway because this big, scary Vorball is coming after them. And um, they're, they go up to the exit, and then they're like, hey, what if we didn't let Avdal die for nothing and like kept trying to fight? And he's like, what the fuck? I'm out of here. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad and person, Polner- and I deserve anything that happens to me. Then Polnareff is like, oh, we have to like fight on in Avdal's memory. We can't give up now. And you think they're going to like run out the mansion, but they actually like run up the stairs that were... Right near the entrance that we never saw before. On, like, Iggy's tail getting rock hard, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that like, was because Vanilla Ice was, like, closing in on them or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was, he was uh, filled with determination. So then they run up the stairs, and Vanilla Ice reveals himself in the front door, and he's like, oh, I thought they were going to try to run it. Right. I, was gonna, I was super going to send them to my darkness mouth. I, I really wanted to munch him down. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to gobble him up. So fucking hungry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, so, uh, when does Polnareff lose his toes? Right now. Right around here, yeah. Yeah, the stand appears under Polnareff's foot and kind of tears his toes off. Just kind of steals his toes. Kind of takes his toes. And, and, and the sound effect is grar. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I don't know how it would sound, honestly, so that might... That's, that's fair. And Polnareff has a um, tantrum, and it starts to interrupt Dio's reading, which is very good. <laughs> yeah, we get a cut to, of, like, the ha- Dio in his dark darkness room, like, reading his book, and, like, the house is shaking. Yeah, it's fucking Squidward just... during the Jellyfish Jam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so good to know how Dio's doing. Um, so what, when, when, what happens? And, well, Polnareff is hiding from the stand at this point, and then who is gonna show up but motherfucking Dio Brando? He's here, and he's like, hey, a cool, Mr. Cool Ice, what is all the noise about? And he's like, oh, uh, Dio, Dio-sama, like, please, allow me to defeat these two. And then fucking Polnareff and Iggy just, like, pop out of the sand on the ground, like, uh-huh. with their heads fully exposed, and they're like, our plan is great. Like, nothing... <laughs> I love our fake plan. Nothing can go wrong. We're also yeah. hiding in a tiny pile of sand somehow. Yeah. So, I... To me, like, a fake Dio is, is a good plan. Like, it was pretty smart of that dog to come up with. To me. Kind of makes Oingo stand even worse. A little Why? Because... All all Oingo could do was fucking turn into other oh, people. But I was, Iggy I was can thinking, do that and also can be a cool sand monster and do other shit. 
I got the brothers confused again. I thought Oingo had the book. Um, whole, I think it's Whole Horse and Boingo. Okay. Um, let me verify that. Whole Horse. Yeah, Boingo. Whole Horse, Boingo, Boingo Compi. Yeah. yeah. Um, Boingo so, is the little boy. That's how you remember. He's the little boy. And um, I do want to spend at least 25 minutes later in the episode talking about how Boingo's still alive and Iggy's dead and it's good and there's justice in the world. I mean, Boingo definitely does have depression, but... You know? And he's in the hospital. So do I. And I'm, you know, 25 <laughs> years of laughs. <laughs> 25 years of depression. We're doing 25 more, folks. So, uh, yeah, then Vanilla Ice, like, chops behind him and cuts the Dio in half, and it's, like, sand Dio. And he's like, oh, actually, Dio would never expose himself to any room with sunlight. So I know it's fake. Yeah, keep that in mind about the whole sunlight thing. Keep that in mind about <laughs> vampires and sunlight. Just remember that for a while. Anyways, Iggy, you made me hurt a graven image of Dio, and I fucking hate that, so I'm going to kill you now. No, I'm actually just going to punch and kick you repeatedly. Yeah, I'm not going to send far. you to the dimension of darkness. I'm just going to kind of put you up against a wall and just fucking beat you with my foot to death. So Vanilla Ice is like, I, you made me like destroy an image of Dio, and that's disgusting. So he punches Iggy in the fucking face <laughs> and, like, sends him flying across the room. And then he just starts, like, kicking the shit out of him for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And Polnareff is just, like, uh, like he's just, like, Willy Wonka. Just, no, stop. Don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice, he says to Iggy, you don't have a resolve, resolve, a proud soul, or anything like it. And he's just, like, kicking him to death. As, much. Right after he says that. <laughs> In his final moment of valor, Iggy <laughs> smirks and farts. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I love Iggy so much. It is pretty good. It's pretty. And, like, it, it's on. fucking, like, you barely even hear the fart because, like, it squeaks out and he immediately gets kicked in the fucking gut again. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Paul he's like, okay, yeah, great. Die there, Iggy. Thanks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I gotta fight this guy. Uh, I don't remember how we get to this point but my next note is suck on my sword until you die you piece of shit yeah so uh silver cherry sandstorm oh yeah. yeah and it's so then you can see the movement of where the dimension ball is coming from and then uh silver cherry just kind of impales the dude through the mouth when he MP- when he uh appears back in this dimension oh yeah so the uh, polnareff realizes like as vanilla ice is like wrapped in his little ball like he can't see where he's going like he has to like open up and look to see where he is right so he exposes himself, and then he puts his sword through the, the mouth of the guy. Yeah. And he says that thing I said. And then Vanilla Ice isn't dying, and so he starts, like, digging the sword around in his brain, and it's a little bit bad to see. It is kind of bad. Because yeah, he sticks it, like, through the front his front mouth open. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, twisting it around, and he's like, wow, this is, like, disrupting your brain stem. You should be dead. <laughs> But Vanilla Ice is like, I can't feel pain at this at a time like this because I have to protect Dio. And that's the full explanation for why I'm not dying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep, speaking with it. perfect enunciation despite being stabbed through the tongue. Mm, not not even like, uh, <laughs> just like, he's like, yes, um, I'm this time. Yes, I will yes. exactly yeah, I love to get stabbed through the face. I'm, I, I, I wanted you to do this. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> This is Dio's victory blood. Anyways, I'm going to rip off some of your fingers and also a big chunk of your thigh meat now. Bye. 
So, oh god, Polnareff just gets, like, destroyed yeah, on- by Cream. <laughs> only, only his left side, I noticed. Like, I was keeping track of whether they, like, were consistent with, his, with like, his injuries and shit. I mean, like, a big chunk of his thigh meat is removed, and then later he just bandages it up, and he's like, well, I can walk now. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he drank tummy soup, and now he's better. Mm-hmm. So he gets, like, two fingers cut off. He gets, like, a big chunk of his thigh, and, like, his foot is still bad. But, uh, yeah, it's still missing its toes. Not not great, if you ask me. Mm. Um, so then, like, Polnareff is sitting in the middle of the room, and then Vanilla Ice, because he realized, like, he can't... Like, uh, Polnareff has to, like, knock him away. Like, he was... Uh, Silver Chariot was grabbing onto Vanilla Ice, but he has to knock him away, or else he's gonna get, like, eaten to death or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. And then Vanilla Ice just starts, like, at the end of the room and starts, like, rolling in a circle inward, like, devouring everything. Uh, so do, do we do we have the three choices? Yeah, that we you better uses? fucking believe we have pick one of three choices by the oh, narrator. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so go take it, take it away. Choice one: the handsome Polnareff suddenly thinks of a counterattack. Choice two: mm-hmm. his friends will come save him. Or choice three: he won't be able to dodge. Reality is cruel. Game of Thrones: chaos is a ladder. <laughs> yeah. Even Polnareff, he's like, well, I don't think my friends are gonna bust in like an American comic book. Yeah, which is Ta-da. cool. Which is good to see in here. So, uh, yeah, then it's, like, slowly rolling around, and he can't do anything. He tries to, like, throw Silver Chariot, like, out of the path, and then have Silver Chariot pull him in, but he's like, oh, I'm too weak from all of my body parts being destroyed. It's no chance and no choice, baby, and I'm a big sucker for it. Yeah. (laughs) So guess what? It's choice three. Reality is cruel. Uh, and then, like, Iggy, like, does Iggy stands up. Yeah, and he's Polnareff's like, no, Iggy, like, I'm gonna die. He says, I'm the one who's going to look cool saving you. <laughs> and and he says, Iggy like, also, like, makes a really fucking shitty The Fool. Yeah. Like, it, it looks like fucking All Might in the second episode of My Hero <laughs> that I've seen one episode of. Like, like Bad is, like, All Might. Uh, yeah. Spaghetti skin, Man. Skinny yeah. All Might. Uh, and then we see, like, the ball rolling towards Polnareff, and he's like, goodbye, Iggy. And then he's swallowed up. Everywhere you look. (laughs) (laughs) There's dark. Uh, So I very much, I have an all caps here before I started the third episode, like, very much thought Iggy was about to sacrifice himself for Polnareff, but I guess he's a bad person. (laughs) Well, good, oh, good thing that didn't happen. Good thing. Oops. So yeah, the episode ends with, like, the ball, like, rolling towards Polnareff, and then we see Iggy, like, reacting to it, and we see Polnareff's earring like fall to yeah. the ground and then iggy's like oh i could really use some coffee gum after this one and it's pretty funny and then he iggy, farts iggy hasn't had coffee gum for quite some <laughs> that's time that's why he died that's why he that's died probably, yeah um that's the end of the episode let's, yep. just, let's just go right into the third one i also kind of uh, thought that would come in like i thought it would be like a maybe a fun thing where like oh like iggy's gonna chew his coffee gum and like it'll be like a fun willy wonka thing where like he floats them out of the way uh, but it's just kind of a funny flavor that he just likes, and it never really comes up again. A lot of... Uh, Araki does that a lot. Yeah, I'm kind of finding that. Like, he'll introduce, like, a weird character quirk or just something he thinks is cool or funny and just never... Yeah, it's like, like how Alessi loves to say very good. <laughs> Remember when, like, when uh, someone stepped in Whamu's shadow? Right! And then he <laughs> never happened again. Yeah, because they learned. Um... 
in part four, Zach Catacquats, Quacks, friend of the show, there was like a thing he thought was like a huge like plot twist development, and he was like totally engaged with it the whole time trying to figure out, and it was just another one of those like Rocky forgot about it. <laughs> Classic Zach. So. Caring about subtext. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think the third part starts with like the other three like, yeah. wandering around the mansion. Mm-hmm. And I do very much want to bring up Kakuin is wearing his sunglasses inside a vampire okay. mansion. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. And it looks so good. <laughs> It's so fresh, dude. So cool. cool. You can buy a replica of those glasses. I think it was like for $130 or something. So. All right. Well, that's where where our new patrons' (laughs) money is going. Great. Uh, Yep. Let me check. Oh, I think we have enough for about two pairs. Oh, wow. That's uh, right. On our little nest (laughs) egg that we've been saving. That's. Yeah. Interesting. Look into that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So. What do they? Doesn't Jotaro just like punch a door down? Yeah, they kind of find a lot of round holes, and they're like, "This is weird." Anyways, and then there's a door, and they don't like that door very much. Yeah, if only they had a stand that could like show maps of things. Yeah, or that we know can like use dust and debris <laughs> to create a map of like their surroundings, or just and like specifically you could... locate something on the map. Yeah, that would just be in good. general, just make a painting of Dio and just slice it through the neck, just real quick. That'd be very helpful. But uh, instead, we go, we go back to uh, the fight before, and, and guess what? Polnareff is alive. Polnareff's alive. What? How did you feel about this, Brooks? Dad, yeah, I didn't like it. Didn't. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, so uh, fucking, uh, it's going to take Cool Ice some time to succumb to his injuries, even though he's very hurt. And then he looks up, and the fool is holding Polnareff on the ceiling. Um... And Iggy's or fucking Polnareff's like holding back tears. He's like, "Fucking Iggy, trying to act all cool and shit." <laughs> but then the fucking—I don't remember if it's Polnareff or the narrator—but we learn that like Iggy's soul moved on its own. It wasn't even Iggy. It was just yeah, like the, the little bit of goodness inside of him made him do it. It was the narrator. He's like, "Oh, Vanilla Ice said dogs don't have souls, but Iggy's soul, but stands are a manifestation of mental power, and Iggy's soul moved on its own." Yeah. So then Iggy vomits blood and dies. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> he does, and like, because the, the fool is like dropping Polnareff, and he's like, "This sand is like so, so dusty. <laughs> like this is." Uh, I can uh, I can feel the life leaving this sand. <laughs> he says, "Like this is the shell of a stand or something." Yeah. And then it, like disappears and Iggy dies, and it's good. Yeah, great. I'm a and I, you know, I'm a dog person. I don't want to make light of a dead dog, but Iggy's not a dog. Yeah, he has a human face. Yeah. So uh, this happens, and then Polar just fucking destroys Vanilla Ice. It fucking rules. He stabs it's Cool so Ice in the throat mad. and then twists the sword around 180 degrees. Yeah, it's fucking badass. He, he does that. He twists his head all the way around, and he and like, he falls over, and then he's like, "Oh, well, like I did it or whatever." But then Vanilla Ice gets back up because guess what? His vampire power is finally awakened. Yeah, he has the good Dio blood inside of him, and he's a vampire. And Polnareff, he's like, "Oh, so you're one of like those things that I only heard of in fairy tales or whatever." And it's it's like. I know this is the the, the Polar of Hate cast, but this is it's so fucking sick when he like stabs behind him without looking. Oh, it's very fucking good. It's it's good. He just stabs him a million times. It's, it's great. Yeah, like angry Polnareff is is as as good as funny Polnareff is bad. <laughs> I don't. So he does that and then sa- yeah. I 
I just, I don't, I do want to move on from Iggy kind of forever, but this, so this is another episode where like Iggy, like, you know, the music and the ambiance and the environment narrative, it tries to trick you into thinking that Iggy's good. And people literally only like Iggy in hindsight. That's the only way that it makes sense. You're you're, you're right. Because, like, you're not wrong. It's definitely, because that's, because it doesn't make sense to me any other reason why anybody would like the bad. I mean, the farts are funny, but he doesn't even fart as much as I would like him to. <laughs> so, uh, and that's my hot take. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he sends, like, a... Uh... But now ice flying across the room and then like burst a chunk out the side of the wall and then the sunlight comes in even though there's like windows. Right. And Vanilla Ice like charges after Polnareff into the light and he disintegrates and he's dead. Well, he kind of turns into the Black Knight for a second from Monty Python. Yes. He like gets like one arm <laughs> and one like leg. One leg. Yeah. And and he Polnareff's signature. He's like, "Come on, aren't you going to defeat me and protect Dio? Isn't that what you want to do?" And then Vanilla Ice, like, charges him and he explodes. Well, then funny, he says, the funny silver chariot goes boop and just, like, pushes him, like, right into... It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing it's personnel, good. kid. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, that happens at, uh... Polnareff says, like, go to hell. He really should have said hell to you. Yeah, uh, he should have. That would have been good. That would have been very good. Because after that, uh, we see, like, sand floating through the air and we see Iggy and Abdul's spirits uh, disappear and float away into the sky. And Iggy is like riding on Abdul's back and Abdul gives like a fist pump. Yeah, it's yeah. Iggy's last big fart. Yeah. <laughs> and then Polnareff is like, wow, was, was that a mirage? It must be my friends telling me to move on and fight. <laughs> and then we get the the thing that just pops up and says, Abdul is dead. Iggy is dead. <laughs> yeah, so you tired. know for sure. They're dead. Yeah, they did not retire. Yeah, they are very like, much deceased. This isn't a cool secret form of the fool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, this has been, um, like, pretty heavy episodes. Like, lots of intense action. We lost some characters. Yeah, one one good character died. Uh, so, you know what we should probably do now is have some fun hijinks with Susie Q in Japan. Kind of some, some fun, fun like, racist and sexist Yeah, hijinks. just some real xenophobic Susie Q shit. Uh, so yeah, Susie Q is in Japan. She went to see, uh, Holly. And they're driving, and I guess this is, like, a bad area? Because she's like, I want to buy something from a soba shop. Which is bad, because there's, like, homeless people sleeping in Yeah, there. and then all the, loves it, the strong and smart men with her are like, Japan is bad because it's weird and foreign. Uh, she says, but she does say, this plebeian atmosphere. Yeah, it's pretty so good. good. Uh... And she wants to, like, buy something from a vending machine. And she has a turtle? She has this kind yeah. of a turtle. That turtle wants to die so badly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it just gets, a, like, a SpongeBob close-up for a second. It's just, like, ready for the end. I would have to go through and check. But in I know... So now in Part 3, Part 4, and Part 5, there are just turtles? Like, that appear? I don't know if this is, like, a thing. Just, like, a I don't turtle. remember the one in Part 4, but... It's yeah. at the very, very, like, first episode. Uh, oh, just, yeah. Just, Josuke, yeah. It's like, Josuke's like, I'm scared of turtles, and then it just never comes up again. As, as previously mentioned. It'll, it'll, part nine, it'll come up. It's a slow boil for okay. part nine, for sure. Mm-hmm. The, the nice JoJo's gonna be a turtle. Nice. So Eddie's uh, perfect yeah, JoJo. She, she gives the turtle to, like, a bodyguard, and the bodyguard's talking to Roses, remember him? 
And he's like, so are you going to tell uh, Lady Susie Q? And Roses is like, no! <laughs> uh. So then this bodyguard who doesn't get a name, he's uh, like, as we all know... Guns. It better be. Bu- oh, Guns and Roses? That's so good! Yeah, dude. <laughs> so Guns, he's like, as we all know, Joseph Joestar is in Egypt fighting the vampire Dio with stand powers. And Roses is like, uh-huh. And then he um, finally, Roses decides, oh, okay, I'll go tell Susie Q, but then she decides to be racist and excited because she sees one Japanese man in Japan. She sees a large Japanese man, who I'm guessing is like a Yakuza boss. Yeah, he kind of looks like a little bit of a Yakuza. And she's like, hi, I'm gonna film you with my video camera. Say hi. And he's like, no, I don't want that. So Roses beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, like, kind of threatens her a little bit, uh, uh, the Japanese. He's just like, you filmed me for three seconds of walking. I'm going to kill you now. Susie Q's basically doing what Logan Paul did. (laughs) (laughs) She pretty much is. She's walking around with the video camera being like, wow, Japan is weird. Susie Q Um, arrested for YouTube crimes. (laughs) New prank, my daughter is dying of of a secret (laughs) disease. Uh, so, so yeah, she, then, like, they just get back in the car and drive away, and then Susie Q's like, oh, Roses, like, I know there's something you want to tell me, it's about Holly, like, she's not as good as, uh, as I thought. And he's like, yeah, and she's like, well, I know, uh, my husband, I've known him for 50 years, when we met in Italy, which I forgot about. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. It's so Roche had a nasty Q, face. Is Susie Q a fascist? In the fandom would say yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she's like, oh, well, if any, I'll, I'll just have to trust in, like, Joseph and Jotaro that's, or whatever. Okay, no, that's what the last scene was about. That was showing what happens to somebody from Joseph's time that doesn't get the racism node re- removed. <laughs> oh, They're just very yeah. bad tourists. Yeah. Yeah. So had Joseph not voluntarily and wokely had his, has had his racism node removed, then he would have also been racist in Japan. But except for that one time when we met him I at mean, the very no, beginning. We know, we know for a fact he was, because he said he hates Japanese people and he only likes American coffee. Yeah, but then he, get, he then the lovers takes it out. Yeah. It's confirmed. Work of the week. <laughs> Anyways, did y'all, the first time you watched this, very much think that Suzy Q was going to reveal her stand? No, but that no. would be so Because she was like, there's one thing that we can do. Believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been good fucking and like yeah rosa starts crying i guess she means just like support holly and like wait for them to succeed yes but it did kind of sound like she was gonna yeah fucking Susie platinum (laughs) 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 but it's like very old looking yeah that'd be good um so i want you to take the uh nukasaku section (laughs) oh yeah okay so the one thing that i want to say uh the my last note Susie Q is that like the last thing she says is like I want all of us to be together as a family and I'm very fucking scared and worried but anyways Nukisaku <laughs> um, so so Kakyoin and the Joe Stars are like running and some guy is like listening to them from the floor and it's just like this shitty little gesture man jester man um, and that they call him Nukisaku and the people who called him that are dead now um, and then so a woman stumbles out of a room and is like hey Stardust Crusaders uh, where's Muhammad Abdal? Also, don't drink my drink my blood, please. 
And then Joseph's like, oh, I, I would do, I love to respect women and just kidding. And then Star Platinum punches her in the face. And then there's Nuke Saku, the scary jester man, like the fucking first Harry Potter movie is on the back of her head. And, um, they knew this because her, her hands weren't even the right way. And like her hands were backwards because he, Nuke Saku is, is bad. Um, and he's, so, he's a vampire and that's what happens. I I didn't uh, rewind back to see if that was true. I just assumed that jo- Jotaro saw a woman, and his first instinct was to just punch her in the head. Yeah, she was she was being an annoying bitch. So yeah, right. Yeah, he, yeah. You, you, you did, oh, this woman I, reminded Jotaro of his mom. <laughs> we do have to mention. Uh, she's like, "Oh, are you friends?" And Jotaro's like, "Yes, we are friends." And then punches <laughs> Nikasaku across the room, and he says, "Friends of justice, of course." <laughs> Which is like a not a Jotaro thing to say. Yeah. And Joseph says, "We'll help you find your way to hell." And yeah. then Kakuin puts on a second pair of sunglasses and says, "We'll rescue you from <laughs> being alive." When they said, when he said "Friends of Justice," he was actually talking about Anyava. Yeah, <laughs> he still ha- Star Platinum still has. Uh, he never like exhaled. Yeah, he still has like all that smoke <laughs> caught up in him. Yeah, and he's just waiting. Um. So then. Jotaro, he's like, hey, Nukasaku, you're gonna teach us how to find Dio. And then, um, Nukasaku's like, how did you know my name? And Jotaro says, like, yare yare. Apparently, Nukasaku just means idiot in Japanese. Yeah, the, oh, okay. the, oh, the, that's good. the Blu-ray translation says Nimrod. So, nice. yeah, maybe it's, that's it's a like, just like, So, it's, uh, like, Nukasaku is what the other guys called him, and then Jotaro calls in, him an idiot. It's funny. You get it. Um... And hey, remember uh, Polnareff? Yeah, he's kind of wrapping he, his wounds. He's wrapped his wounds, just, just just like Iggy did when he lost a leg. And he just has, like... Yeah, Polnareff's doing the thing that uh, Joseph and Avdol always told him to do, which is to always be by yourself as much as possible. Yeah, well, he doesn't really have a choice. He's not point. even looking for them, though. Yeah, true. He's like, I'm going to go fight Dio myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so we he's... fucking see... Who on top oh. of the stairs, but in the fucking it, freshest pantsuit oh. I've ever seen in my fucking oh. life. It's like a p- p- pantsuit, and there's, like, fireworks going off behind him and, like, sparkling lights. I didn't but know yellow was a good shadow. color for clothes, but it is. It's so good. And then Dio's like, Polnareff. And he says, Dio. <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah, that's what he sounds so like. <laughs> like, it's Polnareff. So- like, oh, oh, hello, I'm Dio Brando, the immortal vampire. Uh, He's talking like the the funny improv game where two people have to talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah, him and Jonathan are playing fucking three-headed monster with Polnareff. <laughs> Welcome to my mansion. My mansion. Uh... Yeah, that's the episode. Fucking video uh, playing party quirks with the Stardust Crusaders. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, you're... All I've been doing the past week is, like, watching various clips of the next four episodes on YouTube. Oh, good. It's extremely I've good. I've heard that it pops off. It, like, it's, it's like pretty much what we get on game of thrones for about how the episode ends with the dragon and then everyone claps but like the whole like star wars crusaders overall is like okay 
Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. And the end definitely, like, raises it, like, a few levels. Right. It's extremely good. So, like, we've been watching, like, 50 minutes of, like, High Sparrow speeches. And then it's a, there's we're, we're leading up to the cool fight where Euron kills the Sand Snakes. And it's like, are we meant to make them bad all the time? Dio, did you know? He's evil. He's evil, folks. And he's going to carve a funny apple after killing Suzy Q. <laughs> apple yummy. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, let's do questions. If you have a question, you can send us an email at yaddyyaddyboys at gmail.com or send us an ass on Tumblr at yaddy-yaddy-boys.tumblr.com. First question this week comes in from friend of the show Ape of Naples, who asked, "Has Eddie made a cunnilingus and or coffee joke this episode?" Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, why me? It's, it's your giving. Fucking time, paying the fucking piper. <laughs> Let uh, us dispel with the fiction that only Brooke says objectionable shit on this fucking podcast. Yeah, I. Yeah, you're a bad influence. Yeah. Uh, as you, as you, as your elder, I know it's your birthday, but... Folks, it's my birthday, you know. 25 years of laughs. 25 years of laughs at BricksOglesby.com. <laughs> um, so we have a two-part question from Anonymous here. Okay. And I'm gonna read them back-to-back, and I want you to just, like, consider... They're, they're like, doing a bit here. Like, a funny goof up They're doing a funny get, bit. Yeah, that I think you'll really appreciate. Okay. So, it says, Dio has a falcon... Uh-huh. Hates his brother, takes something that isn't his, does some stuff with blood to be more powerful. Okay, okay, yeah. Jotaro, guided by a sense of familial duty, has three strong friends that do magic, like dragons. <laughs> noble and noble and wise older man assists him, rightful king of Jostar bloodline. So Patrick couldn't even go off anonymous <laughs> for this one, huh? <laughs> He just had to send it in as fast as possible. Yes, uh, many people are saying this. It's not just me. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? So, so, ha- so Anonymous Patrick is sort of doing a bit here where uh, where Stannis is likened to Dio for these fucking tenuous fucking gish bullshit. And then Jotaro, the character who everybody in the JoJo fandom famously likes, is like the bad character of Daenerys. I, th- I think... If you did, like, an overall poll of, like, just people who watch JoJo, not, like, weirdos who obsess over it, Jotaro would probably be ranked number one. Really? Because, like, Star Wars Crusaders is the most, like, famous part. I guess that's fair. I guess that's kind of related because I do see see plebeians out out on the street wearing, like, fire and blood shirts all the time. Yeah. So I guess that's like what is so, what like a what, an, what like a casual who doesn't understand it, like it, it. It seems like a casual take. Yeah, it's it's what Stuart Hall would call a dominant reading of a text. Uh huh. Um, yeah, which is what he would which he used to call people dipshits, but like academically. Um, <laughs> so if you think about it, maybe like Daenerys is a lot more like Iggy because there's a lot of char- like there's a lot of criticism of the fandom that like she like. Iggy doesn't meet up with the other characters until way too late in the story. You know, everybody's, oh, Daenerys, like, she's been isolated for too long. She's going to show up and it's going to be weird. Also, there's a famous scene in which uh, Daenerys shits repeatedly. And that's kind of <laughs> like what Iggy does. Men call me Polnareff and I am of the night. <laughs> yeah, Polnareff, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking 100% Darkstar. 
Uh, next question comes in from Tumblr user Postdo, who asks, which character looks the most like handsome Squidward? That's a good question. I, I, v- Vanilla Ice kind of does. Yeah, I kind of think Mr. Cool Ice looks a lot like Squidward. <laughs> I wish he had... Oh, I wish he had those tattoos. Yeah, the tattoos are very... If you, yeah, if you don't know the thing that we've said 30 times in the episode, please... Just Google Mr. Cool Ice and Mr. you'll cool know. Ice. Honestly, yeah, he kind of looks like handsome Squidward. Did you know there's, like, an updated ver- picture of Mr. Cool Ice, and he seems very happy? Really? Yeah, like, if you'll probably see it now. He, like, he looks pretty looks good. Uh, I just saw a fucking screenshot of fucking Stardust Crusaders Dio from the PS3 game. Dude, looks so fucking fresh, dude. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot of Dio in the next few episodes. See, th- this is it. It's, like, the reason it's so good is because Dio's in it. Like, it's simple. Yeah, finally, fucking... Yeah, everybody's asking, where's Dio? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tilted Clink asked the question. This one says, Silver Lariat. Thank you. Good job, Jerry. Oh, that would be even better, though. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Tumblr Siberian Pine asked, for for episode two-hour bumper season finale, please, you have to water us. Yeah, I think we're gonna water him, folks. (laughs) I think we're gonna... Hey, Kim, we're gonna do a a Jumbo Spicy Big episode next week. We're gonna do four episodes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Why? Because it's the last four. You you want the show to be over. You want to <laughs> no, it's because podcast? It's because if... It's draining the life out of you? Well, I do want to get to part four, Diamond is Unbreakable, very fast. You want to go back to Game of Thrones. I That's the opposite. I think that's what you want to do. Especially on Brooks Oglesby's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Brooks. Game of Thrones is coming back 2018. No, it's uh, not. Is it really? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> happy birthday. Remember Happy- when George George R. R. Martins said the Targaryen Patrick book is coming out first? <laughs> Remember when George R. R. Martin released a live journal post and then added Patrick on Twitter and said, here you go. It's just for you because nobody else gives a shit about this. It's mostly stuff from A World of Ice and Fire, but whatever. Yeah. Do you want to know Jaehaerys' sister's tax policy? Because I got it. <laughs> Please, I don't want to write The Winds of Winter. <laughs> I don't know what to do with Aegon. I'm not going to do it. Like, it's very relatable because this is me, like, the other day when I had to write my Frankenstein paper for my uh, class, and I just went on Twitter and started shitposting about, like, the virgin Victor Frankenstein uh, versus yeah. the Chad monster. <laughs> so it's, like, re- like relatable. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Anytime I r- I'm writing a paper, I'm like, oh, this is why George is doing the things that he's doing. Uh, we have another anonymous question. This one says, I love my beautiful son, Diet Pillarman Jr., and his dog, dog, Vor Orb. Cutting off your own head because a giant hot vampire asked you to, asked you to, is extremely relatable to me. Yeah. Yeah, if, like, the, if there was, like, if my stand was a guillotine and a very hot vampire told me to cut my head off, I would probably do it. I, like... If I saw Dio, I probably just would do it on, like, instinct. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even... Yeah, Dio wouldn't even have time to be like, you're very talented. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just doing it right away. I'm just going for it. Uh, Tumblr's of Mike Dawson asked, Stand user. Lucky Luciano. Stand. What I like. Stand power. Compels commands onto people. You know I had to do it to him. Did we talk about last week how I live right next to the thing? Have you visited the, that holy ground? No, I have not taken my pilgrimage to the you-know-I-had-to-do-it-to-him location, but it's literally a 10-minute drive from my house. 
Because you're waiting till I come over and then. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you try to get a picture of it now, though, there's the the line of people behind you also waiting to get their picture right there is probably yeah. going to show up. And it's like also you realized you're going to need someone to take a picture of you, right? Though. And I'm not going to ask like somebody who I know in the meat world to be like, "Hey, do you know how I want to spend my 25th birthday?" <laughs> going into this residential neighborhood and taking a picture of me dressed up like a frat boy. And it has the Stand- angle has to be fucking perfect. We will do a hundred standing like this to. with my hands, and it will get eight likes on Twitter, and it will be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Dawson also asks, "What can I do to convince you at this point that Polnareff is good, and he and Avdol make good boyfriends?" I honestly, at this point, I ship it, and I think Polnareff should go join Avdol. Absolutely. I thought Joseph and Avdol were boyfriends. No, Joseph and Caesar are boy are husbands. Yeah, I, I think Joseph's probably monogamous, so he probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, monogamous with um Caesar. That's why he's like, Oh, Susie Q, um I'm I'm busy. I uh can't come home. I have Yeah, that's uh, why she, yeah, she's trip. like in the fifty years I've been I've learned like his bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my biz I gotta I'm on my Walkman business in my Italian villa for six months. See you later. Have fun with uh, fucking Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Roses, please give me some reggae. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. Tumblr user Maxi Vigilian, last question this week, asked, Vanilla Ice fucking owns. Yeah, he killed Avdol, which is very bad, but he also killed Iggy, which is very, very, very good. I think that ends up as a net positive. I missed vampires. Good thing after Dio, we never fucking see any again. Iraqi works in mysterious ways. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, so I don't know if that's a spoiler, but yeah, Dio, after Dio, there are no more vampires. Like, Dio is the last vampire starring Tom Cruise. Well, you never know. Dio could show up in part four. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. Dio, I will say Dio does show up again. He does. Like, they just can't get rid of him. Yeah. He's, speak, speaking right extremely in like semantically like letter of the words i'm saying yeah i will see a graven image of dio at some point in jojo's jojo's bizarre adventure in the future yeah great so i i wanted i've asked you this a few times and because everyone knows you always make the correct predictions yeah so how do you think like this ends we have four episodes so it's kind of a lot but like what do you think happens i mean i don't know what's does anyone else does anyone else die yeah, probably. <laughs> Want to take a pic? I fucking think Joseph's going to die because fucking Susie Q is just fucking like, oh, I can't wait to have a family dinner with my husband. Yeah, when I see you again, I'll tell you about your mother. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about the mother that you wanted to fuck. Remember Lisa Lisa? We'll talk about her when you get home. <laughs> Susie, we talk about this every day, please. <laughs> nice! That's Susie Q making fun of, of Joseph. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I very much think Joseph's going to die, and I, that's why I don't want to do a Jumbo Spicy Big episode, because if he dies like at some point halfway through, I just want to power through it. Um, mm-hmm. is going to make it. No, that's for sure. Uh, it's going to be like, Abdal's not going to make it. Uh, <laughs> Iggy's probably not going to make it. I feel like either... It's not just going to be Jotaro that makes it, because he needs... But, hmm, jo- I, Araki loves killing off tragic it? boyfriends. Is Polnareff going to make it? I feel like if they wanted to kill him, they should have just done it this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Polnareff and Jotaro will make it. Kakyo and Joseph are going to die because Araki hates me personally. Okay, put it in the books. Put it in the Your books. Official... 
Also, my prediction is that Dio looks so fucking good. And you haven't even seen his full... He has two wardrobe changes going forward. And they all look Really? Are they all fucking fly pantsuits? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's, that's the episode. Thanks for... Do you think there's, like, an image online somewhere of, like... Hillary Clinton in a yellow pantsuit, but she has, like, a Dio headband and stuff. Well, we do have, like, visual evidence of Dio Obama, thanks to Roy. Yeah, Fuck thank you on. so much, Roy. <laughs> Which is very good. Uh, don't Google Dio until you finish this. Okay, I did... Because <laughs> I was... I did just Google I, Hillary Clinton Dio and nothing came up, so I am just going to close that out. Okay, because I was in my... um like, just watching random clips on YouTube. Some of them are just called, like, here's what happens at the end of Stardust Crusaders. Like, yeah. just the thing that happens. Yeah, because I know fucking I Game like of Thrones it. is just like, here's where Catelyn dies, the scene. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely don't. And don't read the description. Can I say, I've literally... But my- do, for the, I'm saying, do for the next four episodes, because I don't know where it's like, begins, watch the full opening song, because they do the thing with the oh, sound effects, good. and this, like, everyone in the world agrees that, like, this is the best version of it. Okay. Dude, oh, also, a prediction, it's, it's not gonna happen, but I'm gonna keep saying it in case it gets edited into, like, the four kids version in the next week. Um, Joseph is going to use Clacker Volley again, thanks. Joseph Joestar okay. is Pokemon going to use Clacker Volley <laughs> on Dio Brando, killing him instantly. Thanks. Hey, could work. He does, he he hasn't used Hamon for a while, but you know can always bring it back. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, uh, thanks thanks Jordan. Thanks for Jordan. Thanks for yeah for Jordan. Yeah, thanks for having me. Do you mind if I plug my show real quick? Because I do actually have my. Own I show. would love for you to plug shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, me and my friend Jared uh, do a podcast called Awakester, which is basically we just go, uh, we do like a a different album of music each week and just kind of go track by track and do kind of a listen along and talk about the the shit around it and and stuff and. Uh, yeah, Jared Tilted Clink, by the way, who had the very good joke of Silver Lariat today. He's really on uh, with, his, with his shit. So if you like, uh, if you like references to Simple and Clean from the Kingdom Hearts games, literally every episode. Uh, and we got you know what? So I can tell you with certainty that many of our, many of our listeners <laughs> do. Are you one of those people who knows what Kingdom Hearts is about? Tangentially? Uh, okay. I played one and two. So me too, me bit. too. But that's it. Yeah. That's as far as I know. And I'm just gonna go right into three. I'm gonna say I don't care. I want to see the bad goofy, and I want to hit. Yeah, I want a fucking extremely yeah, goofy movie. Do the bad. skateboard mini game because I bet that's in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Folks, there. Iggy's you favorite know. game is Kingdom Hearts. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Uh, bye. bye. Uh, don't get. Oh, have Brooks? Have you uh, battled in Splatfest? Oh yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing my direct action for the day. My anti-capitalist uh, I, active. I wanted to earlier, but, like, I couldn't get, like, everyone obviously chose love. Yeah. So I, I only get matched up against other people who chose love. But the one match I, I uh, got against, like, Team Money, I became Polnareff in this, these episodes. <laughs> and I was just, like, destroying everything. Yeah, no doubt. It's good. Yeah. Uh, what do we say? Uh, Don't get cucked. Stay off the yaddy, yaddy, boys. And I'm not owned. You are. And Joseph Joestar is not going to die in the next four episodes. Thanks. Bye. It's not much. Uh, see you next. See you next. Not my see you next week for. See you next week for the end of Stardust Crusaders. Jumbo Spicy Big episode four episodes. Bye. Gonna be big. Gonna be good. Thanks, friends. Twenty five uh, years of laughs. Twenty five years. <laughs>
Yep. Yep. Me too. All right. Well, that was fun.